Hey guys, welcome back to Divine Healing by D. Today I have on Roni Susan. He is the director at Havaya. He offers birth date and name reveals, uh, spiritual and wellness counseling, and he hosts these amazing classes where he talks about reincarnation and how um, illnesses can manifest from emotional pain. And we're going to talk about reincarnation. We're going to talk about his favorite parts of Kabbalah. If you'd like to take a class with him as well, I'll leave the information at the end. This is a very insightful, beautiful conversation, and I hope you enjoy him. Here he is. Let's go. So I wanted to start with a question that I've heard a lot from people that I've grown up with who have dabbled in Kabbalah. They said that men were only allowed to practice and women were not. What is the reasoning? Is that true? No, it's not. It's... uh... It's over thousands of years that uh, always women put aside. Mm-hmm. And some religious is more, some less, but they don't think that women supposed to. As uh, 1,000 years ago, 2,000 years ago, women were not allowed to study anything. Right. So it's not true at all. Actually, there is many women that were so elevated you know, like uh, even the, the, the wife of Rabbi Akiva, mm-hmm. someone knows his name, was doing everything and she decided that she wants to pray like a man. Okay. So no, it's not true. Women are not only the equal, by the way, mm-hmm. that some women fighting for equal, they are actually, according to Kabbalah, they are higher level. Yes, that I know. <laughs> and stronger, by the way. I'm not talking about masses. They are much but, stronger. They can survive better than a man. Mm-hmm. So, any other misconceptions about Kabbalah that you've heard that are, you know, totally not true? Well, actually, the truth is, it's almost everything. The way people looking at life, mm-hmm. not only men and female, they need to understand why in the first place the word been created male and female because if you look it's not just human being mm-hmm. it's, it's all the four levels we call it inanimate if you look at anything physical even a pen it's mm-hmm. male and female yeah you you look at animals you look at trees of course, the, the, the bees taking the seeds and moving it, or, but it's still male and female. Everything is male and female. Mm-hmm. And, and the way we look at it, it's really wrong if we're talking about that subject. Okay, but overall, religious being created mm-hmm. by people. It was not originated to control people and to separate them Right. in so many different groups that actually created hatred instead of gathering together, loving each other, helping each other. So if you ask, there is only one God, mm-hmm. ask any religion. And if it's the one God, why you hate me? And I don't have to hate you if it's the same God. Right. So... It's huge. It is huge. But I've also been told, I mean, I've heard this from other very spiritual people, not Jews though, that um, 
why do you practice why do you learn kabbalah why do you practice kabbalah do you know that it's devil's work do you know that it's dark magic and i've had a lot of i guess balchuva family members mm-hmm. and when it comes to astrology they think that's no good which kabbalah also kind of goes into astrology like we all have our own uh sun sign based on kabbalah correct yes but yes. but we need to understand when you hear something you need to understand what they are talking about you see right. we're, not, we're not supposed to bow to right. stars right right of course but, but we need to know that even in the prayer books they talk about it so it means exactly it means that there is forces okay for example i do meeting with people and i do according to the day of birth and a number that every person has different number i tell the person everything about the person how can it be i don't even know the person so the thing is there is system that if you know to work with the system mm-hmm. then it works for you if you okay. go against the system actually you are idol worshiper so you can be religious and says it's forbidden but he's more under the control of the stars than someone that knows how it is and is not under the control <laughs> Ah. I know how it works then it's not controlling me for example if you were born in a month that we call it let's say Pisces Uh and you are too sensitive and you're staying sensitive and everything control you and you cry about anything then it means you are under the influence Uh, if you study it and you go above the influence of the stars, now it doesn't control you. So who's better? Yeah, yeah, okay, good. So that's like for me, who's a Virgo, if I remain critical and judgmental, I'm being influenced by my sign. Right, so people like you, always dealing with details, mm-hmm. okay? And it's okay if you know how to work with it and it doesn't control you. See, mm-hmm. the minute it controls you, and you obsess about every little move and everything. So there is also two types of Virgo. Mm-hmm. Some, it's in the mind only. Okay. Some, it's physically, and some both. Every little move, everything has to be exactly in place. But they judge people because they see details. But they're supposed to judge themselves, not others. Oh, I mean, I do that too. <laughs> <laughs> So the whole idea was for the, that person have a different karma, different tikkun, different correction to look within. So they gave him this ability to see the details. Instead of it, he's using it toward others instead of seeing what he needs to do with his own purpose of life. When you find your tikkun and you, I guess, I guess basically solve it, does that mean, what does that mean for you? Well, that's not so simple. It's not so simple, <laughs> right. A person, many people asking, so if I finish my tikkun, I'll die. 
Right. <laughs> in a way, yeah. but look how many people die in different ages, nothing to do with the tikkun, so why it's okay? Why suddenly a person afraid if he finished the tikkun to die, but if he dies anyway, who cares? So mm. people don't ask the right question. Mm. I mean, yeah. the tikkun, it's like it's like you you are a contractor, and you're gonna say, "What's gonna happen if I finish this house?" You're gonna build another one. When so you we can have more than one. There is. We have so many. Yeah, we have so many. Right. Okay. It's it, there is a core for a tikkun, mm -hmm. and it goes to different angles and so many different details. But there's not such a thing. A person, oh, I finished my tikkun. Okay, I'm bored now. I don't know. What to do. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. You don't have to add anything. It's naturally you're gonna go through the tikkun because if you think about it, look around. Yeah. Some people have tikkun with money, some people with relationship, some people with health, some people with everything. Mm -hmm. Why not everybody is the same, even in the same family? That's true. <laughs> so same parents, same, you know, family and everything. They're supposed to be, let's say, five kids, five robots. Same thing. No. Each one is a different world, different tikkun. Nothing to do with the parents. It's the soul that comes in, comes covered with the tikkun. It means like a soul comes with the file. Here's the file. You're going to this body and you're going to start your tikkun. Now, if you go to simple question that many people, I'm not sure there is reincarnation or whatever. Yes, yeah, so how come you take a little kid that just born, if he never been here before, how come you have fear that they didn't experience it? Because uh, <clears throat> of their past stuff. Or talent. Huh? He's gifted. Where do you get the gift? He had it already. He's coming with it, but to use it right this time. Um, so can I say, like, it's safe to say that probably your most favorite topic in Kabbalah is like past lives and regression. And it's that, deep. It gives so many answers yeah. that usually people just look and they say, it's not fair. Mm -hmm. I don't not get it. Mm -hmm. Why does those people going through this? Or why do I go through this? You see, if, if anything good happened to us, we accept it. It's like we deserve it. Right. Anything bad, we question it. Right, sure. But it comes together. Comes together. It, does. it comes, the good and the bad comes together with the person, and you have to deal with both. Cannot accept the good and say where the bad comes from. You created it, you are the only one can fix it. <clears throat> hmm. We're expecting God to fix what we create as a disaster. That's a religiosity. That's true. We do. Yeah. Well, if you didn't do anything wrong to someone and that person waiting for you to fix it, you looking at the person, what do you want from me? So when you read this portion of this Shabbat, whoever knows how to read it, when they wanted to cross the Red Sea, people say in English, they call it red. Mm -hmm. It's not red. It's called Suf. It means sea of end, sea of different 
end that can happen to a person. So they got scared. They saw all those ends can happen to us. So they screamed to God and God says to Moses, tell, what are you calling me for? So when you say, Matitzak, what are you calling me for? According to religiosity, you're calling who? But God said it, not someone said it. God says, what are you calling me for? You're calling me to fix what you created? Sorry, just go forward. <laughs> You're on that, your own. That's the, that's the answer. Tell yeah. the Israelite, Vaisal, go forward. What do you mean? Yes, you have to continue. We all have to continue, honestly. Do you know your past lives? A lot. A lot, huh? It was, what, what was the experience for you learning about it? Um, you start to understand why many people in your life, you start to recognize them. Some of them, they are not capable of talking about it, so I just know. Some people are closer, it means we have better relationship so we can talk and we start relating. You see why you hate this, why you love this. You remember this, for example, I'll give you an example. Yeah. So we were on the trip with two buses with the people. We, we did a trip in Israel and, and the buses stop and uh, they're not continuous. So I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. And then I went down and I see like argument. So this woman says, I'm not going down this hill because the forest, I don't go to forest. I'm sorry, you finish this part of the site. You come back, mm -hmm. I wait here. Okay. I'm coming closer. Suddenly she turned around, she looked at me and she says, oh, I forgot Ronnie's here. I'm going to his bus. With him, I'll go to the forest. Okay. We were at the forest at the time of the Holocaust together. And I saved her. Oh, I just got chills. Yeah, she knows that when she saw me, it was only, she said it without thinking, but then we talked about it slowly, not immediately. And she started again. And I, I start to tell her about how she's afraid with her kids, this and this and this. She says, how do you know all those details? And then let me tell you this. Yeah. Her kids so connected to me, like they know me for a million years. How can it be? Because they were with me in the forest and I helped them too. Oh. <laughs> Mind blown. Ah, wow. so we don't understand why when you meet a person, you either like or dislike almost immediately. <clears throat> it depends what happened before. See, we just I know that I, I don't like someone, but we don't even know how to answer it? How are you going to answer it? I mean, I know now, even though I know that I had past lives with certain family members, I still have to remind myself when they trigger me or I feel like I'm not yeah, being heard or understood. Like, even though in the back of my mind, I'm like, I know we weren't on the best of terms. I know you did some bad stuff to me, but right now you love me and you're good to me. And it's not that life. We're in a different life. Let's fix it. But it's exactly. hard. But it's hard. Exactly. You see now? Mm -hmm. That's so beautiful to start seeing it. Now, when you know this and you know 
the sign of the zohar. It means you know who you are. According to astrology, mm-hmm. you become above the influence and you can have better relationship even with, your, with yourself, not just with people. Because how many people go through trauma, fear, anxiety, they're afraid to leave the house. They're yeah. going through crisis. And you look at them and says, but you are by yourself. <laughs> I am. <laughs> because we don't know much about the system. We don't. I no. mean, for me, I had, I had a memory of being a young girl, starved to death, hiding under a bed, hiding in a closet from now I know it's a family member and he would abuse me. And when I got out of it, I explained it to the therapist and I said, this, this, this happened, you know, this family member now is dealing with a child who's very, very ill. And the therapist goes to me like, that's their karma because they had abused you and abused other kids in previous lives. They now have to, they have to now watch their child suffer. Right. Even at the scale. They have to deal with that. It's like they got the opportunity. See, you mm-hmm. have to see it also. Opportunity. It's opportunity for the person to correct it by paying at the same coin. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cannot be tikkun, cannot be tikkun. If you have a tikkun with something like that, you're going to have some other tikkun. So how are you going to do it correct? It's have to be exactly this. Okay. Very good. And another question that just popped in my mind that a lot of people probably would want to know when it comes to husbands, wives, soulmates, um, with what is the Kabbalistic view of, do you Uh, end up, do you end up with that person all the time that you're supposed to end up with? How can someone, can a man also steal another man's soulmate? Okay. So first (laughs) there is, something that it's not easy to understand, but I'll try to make it simple. There is not even 1% in this world that have their, their own soulmate. Wow, that's very small and kind of sad. It is. <laughs> we don't have the soulmate. I'll tell you, when do you know when a soulmate? For example, when two people come together and their entire being is only to share and to help other people, not themselves. If a person is just about a house, a car, a dog, kids, school, this, that, it's like all about me, even as few people as a family. It's mm-hmm. nice, that's the majority of the world. Right. But it's not soulmate. Soulmate, the wife would not let the husband do any nonsense. So when people are looking for Soulmate, they have to know that this wife is going to give you the most hard time to deal with yourself, with your nonsense, with being selfish. I love that. And I can't wait for my fiance to listen to that. Yeah. See, (laughs) because you, the real wife, always going to put the husband in place. So most people that they meet, they meet there is four levels, mm-hmm. four levels that the, the, the man can meet. Either okay. the lowest one, uh-huh. we call it nefesh. Okay. The higher one is called ruach. 
the third one called Neshama, and then Hayah, there is one above that we don't even talk about because it's too high. But you see, when, when a person meets a person, it's, the, there is two levels. There, we call it soulmate, but really mm-hmm. it's only mate. Okay. No soul. There is no soul connection. Okay. I mean, if you look at the, the percentage of divorce, mm-hmm. it's between in the world, okay? Between 50 to 70% shows that it's not, not only soulmate, it's not even the right person. Mm-hmm. Sure. How many people only after year two, three, five, 10, 20, they say, I, I didn't even like the person in the first place, but I thought it's going to change. I thought this, you know, people, I, I met few people that asked me for help. Uh-huh. And I'll tell you the words that came out of this woman's mouth. And I, I was, even if I know all this teaching, I was like, really? No, <laughs> she said, uh... I have five kids at, at the time of the wedding, I looked and I said, I don't want to get married, but what, I'm going to ruin everything now for the families. So we'll see, maybe it's going to change. I said, five kids? She said, I never loved him even one minute of my life. That's so sad. Sad. Not the first, only, not only one person. I'm sure. How can it be that people get divorced when they have grandkids? I, I mean, I've heard of stories that women, who, yeah, have grandkids and they complain to their children. I can't live with your dad anymore. I can't. Yeah. I can't. I'm going crazy. So, so it means I suffered enough. Yeah. Oh. Suffered enough. Ah, that's oh, hurts. That's. So it's a very sensitive subject. It is. And so popular. And so popular. And uh, I gave a class last Monday about that. You know, I just started. And it's not easy. It's not easy. You know, suddenly a a person wake up in the middle of his life and he says, enough is enough. What are you talking about? I thought everything is okay. So why do you think we have such a, I guess, like shidduch crisis? Like we don't have a lot of people getting married. Is it because the social media issues, trauma within our family? Social media is one of the, and I'm sorry to say, it's one of the worst thing for relationship because people seeing screen, they don't feel people anymore. Right. We need to feel, not to look at the screen and say, ah, I'm not sure. Mm. To feel the other person, it's not something anyway it's easy to do, but to eliminate it already? I know, which I'm always, I advise people don't just do that. Yeah, I make Be more a open. Out of it, you know, I'm going to say, I just made a, a be- amazing cake. I'm going to send you a test. Uh, what do you like it on WhatsApp or text? That's good. I like that. Can I steal that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to steal that. 
So what would your like best tips on attracting your best person for you? Like what would they be based on Kabbalah? What would you advise we, people? We, we need, it's not easy because we, we, we need to know there is two levels of seeing. Right. There is seeing through the soul mm-hmm. and there is seeing through the body. It means through the physical. Okay. We need to ask myself to open my eyes to see what's underneath the package, not what you see. You see the package only. Yeah. And we judge the person according to the package, not what we have within. So it takes us years. And when we realize what's in, that's why we don't like each other almost instantly. And by the way, sorry to say it too, sorry, it means it's not my fault, but the tikkun doesn't start before a person gets married, so it looks good too. Wait, it, it doesn't? The tikkun starts only when they get married, so that's why the problem starts only after the wedding, not before. The Kabbalists... Wait, really? Uh, oh my yeah, God. They, they say this, do you want to kill love? Get married. married. See, that's why before a person gets married, it's not about love. Love is actually the end result. We start with love as the first result. We have to take responsibility. Mm-hmm. We have to accept that I, I'm going to be partner with you to help you with your tikkun. You help me with my tikkun. Now I'm going to love you and you're going to love me. If I'm, I can't deal with your tikkun because I'm seeing things that I don't like the way you behave because now I'm living with you. Mm-hmm. Now I, I didn't even think that I am supposed to help you with your tikkun. Okay, good point. So could that also maybe give more evidence to idea like everybody says a woman, a man should love the woman more just a little bit more? Um, it, it's, not, it's not always like this. See? No, sometimes the women have to, to love more the men. By the way, men cannot finish his tikkun without his woman. Yeah, that I know. But the women can. Yes. Huh. Okay. Good stuff. Can you tell everybody like how to take your classes, how to reach out to you? Yeah. So we are the Havaya Center. And uh, Havaya means to know how to live at the moment. I mean, to be present. It's not easy because... We are all over the place, yeah. all the time in the past, fear of the future, instead of knowing that when you live in the present time, that's the only what's going to create your future and doesn't let the past control you. So that's called Havaya. So you go to Havaya.net and you there is different classes, different times. And uh, I do also personal consulting, but I don't like to use the word consulting. You know? <laughs> You're so humble, I love it. <laughs> because it's it's so deep and it's so amazing. And people are surprised. How do you know me so much? Just I, I just gave you my name, my date of birth, and where I was born. Mm-hmm. I know everything about the person. I'm psychic. <laughs> no, 
It's a system. I know it's a system, but being intuitive doesn't hurt also. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for this. I love this. I love this a lot. So I will be in touch with you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I just wanted to give you a friendly reminder. If you like what you're listening to, if you like my content, if you like my podcast episodes, I really appreciate ratings on Apple, reviews, subscribe, share to your friends, family, anyone you really think would benefit it. And thank you always for the support. Back to Sherry in a second, but I just wanted to talk about my favorite vitamins by Mary Ruth's. I love to have the apricot, peach, and mango vitamin D gummies. They are delicious. And I know everybody has seen all these influencers getting these lymphatic drainage massages. Why not start with an amazing supplement in drop form? The lymphatic drops are also awesome. And I just got some new products that I'm going to try that I'm excited to, um, you know, implement into my diet. And if you guys want a code, it's Mary Ruth. You just go to their website, Mary Ruth Organics. It's an amazing company. It's all vegan, all natural, delicious. Use code Mary Ruth at checkout for a discount.